If you're a business owner, you don't need us to tell you running a business is tough. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Join the over 21,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash c-suite netsuite.com slash c-suite homies welcome back to the superhero homies podcast my name is quentin and as always i'm here with the homie kevin homies what's going on how many times can we say the word homies <laughs> How you doing, my man? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how you guys all doing? What's yeah. good? What's good? What's good, my friend? Ah, oh, dude, it's been it's been pretty good, man. Pretty good. I was happy, especially so today, that we are we're able to treat ourselves to a double feature, a double dose of that Harlequin special. Yeah, absolutely. Two shots. That's not supposed back. to be a euphemism. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, that is true, though. We have watched two episodes of Harley Quinn here to report back tonight on episodes 208 titled Inner Parademons and mm-hmm. episode 209, Bachelorette. I'm only saddened by the idea that uh, we are coming closer and closer to the end of another season of the Harley Quinn cartoon. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, this is episode nine. That means we have, what, four more episodes left? Yep. And then, yeah, They're consistent be, with that 13, it feels mm-hmm. like. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, especially since, like, if they just found, or found, if they just made all 26, you know, at the same time and then just split it up into two seasons. Yeah. Which yeah. honestly was pretty great because that pacing was on point. Yeah. 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 Uh, some could argue that the show came back too soon. They could, yeah. but they'd be wrong. <laughs> it came back at the right time because I was craving it. And then all of a sudden, episode 201, and we're good. There we're we good. Go. Yeah. I uh, they did it to coincide with the release. Surely they did to coincide with the release of Doom Patrol season two, which starts, I believe, mm. it starts the same day as the last episode of Harley Quinn, which is really cool, actually. Yeah. Which definitely gives us a pretty easy uh, in idea for our next Shorty series. That it does, which would be nice because yeah, I think are. Shorty has been dominated by Harley Qu- Harley Quinn. That's um, true. I mean, yeah, she's, yeah. she's bringing the content, you know. That's true. She is. Yeah, you know, we're, we're still waiting. Uh, Looking for, at you, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, still waiting for Marvel <laughs> to release those uh, those shows of theirs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Kevin, what do you think of episode 208, uh, Inner Parademons? So, you already knew my first expectation. My, my first question I had in mind, uh, and I'll go ahead and bring in the refresher from the ending of episode 207. 207 being the awesome one regarding the pit Bane's imprisonment system and how he's actually a really awesome warden <laughs> and the eventual escape of Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Uh, spoiler ahead, also their eventual shared passionate kish. Mm. And so obviously such a climactic WTF what the fuck ending with such a crazy, whoa, they just kissed, what? Leads to a huge you know, expectation from the audience is like, what the fuck is going on in 208? What are we going to get? And so obviously we get some torn feelings here. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I didn't expect them to hit the gas solely into the HQ Poison Ivy uh, relationship. 
but I, w- I was hoping for a lot more meat from that, you know. Uh, uh, I was happy with what I got. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, you know. They they slow simmered it, which is actually refreshing because the other end of the spectrum is that they gave it to me too fast. Right. And the show has been really interestingly guilty slash teetering with the idea of their pacing and how quick they fucking are with it all. So it's like, are we just going to jump straight into this relationship idea? Oh, no, we're, we're kind of, we're slow cooking it, you know. We're... Uh, we're not going into that yet, it feels like. And so it was interesting, you know. Um, the, the, the A and B plots for this episode were very interesting because they, they screamed, distract me, please, you know, <laughs> uh, regarding Harley Quinn and her position. But, uh, yeah, dude, overall, ju- just to answer your base question there, it was, it was dope. It was interesting. We got to see a lot more, um, I guess, we, we got to see more ingredients that I would not have expected Harley Quinn's universe to kind of, like, jump into, which was really cool. Yeah. What do you think about it? I uh, I guess something that I, I kind of tend to say a lot applies here. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that 208 was overall, I thought it was really strong. Uh, there were a couple elements to it that kind of had me scratch my head, you know, or mm-hmm. maybe... You know, kind of wishing they went in a slightly different direction, but I, I thought that this was just a kind of another really strong one. It was, yeah. it was definitely Harley being Harley, you know, and doing what she would do, and just kind of leaning into a way to kind of distract herself, you know, with bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that that is kind of the crutch of this episode here is is Harley trying to not really reinvent herself, but at least from our perspective, reinvent herself to other people. Yeah. So I have one thesis statement. Uh, I, I guess not thesis because it doesn't need to be so powerful, but it is important to talk about, if only to make fun of. Um, she forgets that she's a psychiatrist, doesn't she? Like <laughs> she forgets her own psychological trainings and how to recognize certain prompts, or or maybe it's just that impossibly difficult to recognize your own bullshits and your own mm. uh, shortcomings and and. Why am I really distracting myself? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. She, she's, I don't know. It, it, you know, fun statement. Yeah. It feels like she forgets that she's a doctor in all this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, you're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, but it's, it's one of those weird things where it's like, she definitely has the capacity to handle this better than she did, you know, the, this whole situation, yeah. especially with the tools that she has at hand with her being such a, a smart and educated psychiatrist, you know, one who yeah. was arguably, you know, on the verge of being very successful. Uh, but also it is also very much on brand for Harley to just go off the rails with something like this. True. True. Um, the, the idea that Harley would actually not even consider her own, like, you know, psychological opinion, regarding her current position in life is going to be the theme for both these episodes mm-hmm. tonight, you know? Because if she sat down and, you know, psych-doctored herself into her cer- in her, her current moments, I think that she would have basically saved all of us a good 22, 23 minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, you're and, not and that's wrong. just me poking fun. That's not me <laughs> pointing out flaws because for the sake of the episode, Harley Quinn definitely, she's, she's psycho enough to mm-hmm. just kind of... Be Harley Quinn and not Dr. Quinzel sometimes, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. And I think also maybe that's just a part of her that she likes to kind of keep tucked away, you know, like that's, that's that. a, like she's constantly evolving. She went from the 
kind of this timid psychiatrist to yeah. you know this this you know c- kind of clown princess of madness at the side of a mad clown and then she you know left him and really discovered herself and became her own character so she she's always kind of evolving and yeah. who knows yeah. i'm just kind of spitballing yeah here, i mean saying is boring so you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get into this one. Get into let's this breakdown it. here. 208. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Starts off with Commissioner Gordon calling the president of the United <laughs> States, that president. <laughs> and uh, he's calling the president and he's trying to convince the president, all right, uh, so no more no man's land story arc here. Uh, we, can, <laughs> we, can, we can be, you know, reinstated to the rest of the country now because the... Injustice League has been dealt with. We're mm-hmm. good to go. And the president was like, oh, well, there's still that crazy bitch, Harley Quinn. Yep. So until that's dealt with, consider this. No, nah, dog. <laughs> we're, we're not reinstating Gotham back into the States. Until simply that's put. Yeah. yeah, simply put. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, for better or for worse, you know, after uh, 207, uh, he's had this reinvigorated fire lit he under his has. ass. He he looks like he's in better shape. He's mm-hmm. combing. He's cleaning up. He's actually like getting dressed for the job. He's not drinking. He's not drinking. I mean, he's listened hard to Batgirl, his daughter, mm-hmm. and is attempting to turn himself back around and stand up on his own two feet. And yeah. it's good. It's refreshing. You know, incompetent Gordon is super fun, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm happy to see more of Gordon come back to you know right yeah for, for me incompetent gordon he was fun but he was equally frustrating i believe it mm-hmm. especially one who's been such a diehard batman and batman lore fan for mm-hmm. so long you know right. you, you get used to commissioner gordon and then you know incompetent gordon comes in the picture <laughs> yes two different gordons and it's just like what the fuck is this yeah yeah it also seems like jim has certain modes like there is no really in between he's either just a, a schlub that's good for nothing or he is just all out balls to the wall like th- there is no real middle ground with him hey scenes. man he he's seen some shit okay he's been <laughs> on the clock for a minute all right when's his last day off he doesn't remember I remember it's been months ago <laughs> day off is a punishment for him exactly there is no day off uh, yeah he doesn't uh, remember when he got divorced it happened <laughs> Uh, the next scene we get here is Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. They talk about the kiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do think that is is very possible, maybe even likely, that they're both in denial. But definitely Harley is in, in denial, really just play, uh, paying lip service, uh, no yeah. pun intended. But ah. She's really just kind of uh, just saying the things that Ivy wants to hear, just kind of reciprocating the same Thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of an awkward position where it's it like, is. hey, I caught feelings. Did you catch feelings? Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't? Me neither. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> Seriously? Oh, okay. I'm going to go you cry know. in the shower. Exactly. I'm going to be thumbs up in front of you, <laughs> but then whiny with all my other friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and Classic story. It, it yeah. is a classic story. Yeah. And But you know what? It's one of those classic stories where like, if the character is interesting, then it, it is still interesting. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this case, I mean, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy. One, we were talking about this shit season one. Like, <laughs> when or if it's going to happen. All right. So, you already knew when it happened. Q and I both are just like chin stroking over here. That's interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, we're invested. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
dare I speak for you, but yeah, no, I'm fucking putting <laughs> it down. Yeah. Oh, most definitely, oh, especially yeah. since I honestly I don't remember. Um, hmm. I don't remember what I remember about the show previous to it coming out. In other words, I, I don't remember if I knew that Poison Ivy was going to be like a mainstay main event character all throughout the show before it came out. Yeah. I don't remember what I knew about the show going into it, but once I saw that Poison Ivy was like, I mean, the co-star of the show. Yeah. Then it's like, they definitely have to play into this arc somehow. They do. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm pretty sure they were even looking forward to it because it is one, it's being well done. Yeah, it it is. I'll just go ahead and break that seal now. Um, through all the discussion tonight, it will lead up to eventually the conclusion. They're writing about it well. Yes. And so because of that, I feel that this was an eventual large climactic thing in the grand scheme of the, the storyboard. When they were throwing up all the plot points on the big wall for all 26 of these episodes, I'd imagine that this definitely was like, okay, we have to talk about that, mm-hmm. but let's do it here instead of pulling the trigger super, super soon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know one more thing, and then we'll get back to the episode, but... Sure. Like, currently in the comics, she is currently infatuated with Booster Gold, and I find that tremendous. <laughs> Just yeah. because, especially in terms of the show, Booster Gold is more like Kite Man than Kite Man is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and so, I, like, this show is so good. I just wonder, maybe... I don't know, three or four seasons down the line, if we get Booster Gold eventually in the show. And if, if we do, I, yeah, I wonder, like, in what kind of capacity we see Harley react to him in. Uh, would that be fun? That's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember you mentioning that uh, comics Booster and Harley, for some reason, she's just like, mm-hmm. you know, head over heels for that shit. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's he's a little off his ball, too, you know? He, he's interesting. I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know his little bots got me in the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Skeets. Yeah, dudes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Um, uh, yeah, so the next thing we get here is that after they, you know, talk about the kids and they think that everything is all great and good and dandy, uh, which is not, uh, Batgirl shows up and she warns Harley uh, that her dad, Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> is is coming with, you know, he's, he's going to come and take her down. And... Uh, bad girl she's making the argument that Harley isn't a villain because she's done X Y and Z she's done all these good things uh, but you know Harley at this point especially is really trying to play the card where she is a badass cold hearted villain uh, and, mm. and this is really where we see her arc for the episode uh, kind of begin is yeah. that she's trying to play off this whole mentality of I'm this badass bitch right. you know I do things. I, this is just another Wednesday for mm. me. I kiss random people. Right. And you're like, she kisses random characters. How many did she kiss? She kissed Dr. Psycho. Yep. She kissed she Psycho. Kissed she King kissed Shark? King Shark. Yeah. Uh, she didn't Which kiss Clayface. That's very dangerous. Yeah. You don't let him get a taste of blood. <laughs> right. um, she trusted him a lot. Yeah. Uh, but also, all the people and entities that she could have kissed, Dr. Psycho, mm-hmm. he's also dangerous just because he's yes. psychotic and very controlling. Uh, Clayface... Don't let the clay get inside you, because in the White Knight, that's how they, you know, controlled supervillains. Oh, you that's know? true. Yep. Yeah. And then King Shark, he'll bite your fucking head off. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure Frank is like part piranha plant, you know, or oh, oh, uh, flycatcher. Venus flytrap is yes. what it looks like, yeah. Yeah. Like Seymour. No, not Seymour, but uh, like a Little Shop of Horrors, whatever yeah. that plant's name was. 
Uh, I want to. Was it also Frank? No. I don't think My, so. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm forgetting. The, I know the reference because that's right. a fucking great it's movie. It's a great movie, yeah. Cult classic. Mm-hmm. But Seymour yeah. was Rick Moranis, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Rick. Dude, uh, I wish he came back to Hollywood. Yeah. Right? But I think I, he's he had a great reason. Yeah. He had a great reason for dipping. Um, okay. I'm going to look that up, actually, but please continue. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next thing we get here is we get a scene with Kite Man and Poison Ivy. They are going to a Mexican restaurant uh, to meet. Kite Man's parents. In a scene prior to this, we see that Poison Ivy forgot to schedule and uh, uh, the, oh, the reservation for the restaurant, and Kite Man's kind of freaking out about it. In this scene, we kind of see why his parents are, are his parents are assholes. Yeah, his parents are like the rich, entitled assholes. Uh-huh. Um, quick answer to that trivia question that totally matters: uh, the name of the plant in Little Shop of Horrors he actually named after his crush, his coworker in the shop. Uh, Audrey, the plant's name was Audrey too. Oh. Audrey the second. Yep. Okay. Yep. Which is interesting because Audrey eventually had a very guy voice, you know, yeah. in, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Feed me. Exactly. Seymour. Yeah. Because yeah. he fed the plant Steve Martin, which <laughs> that was a boyfriend. But anyways, anyways. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the next thing we get here is during this meeting, we get a feel for Kite Man's parents and what kind of people they're mm-hmm. like. Um, but in the beginning, all we really get is that they're kind of assholes and they have money. Yep. Uh, the next thing we get here is, Ky- oh, not Kite Man, but Dr. Psycho has uh, talked to Harley about the way that she can get an army. Because at this point, Harley, uh, she's so riled up that she wants to get an army uh, to take over Gotham City and to overthrow Jim Gordon. I want to note real quick here the enthusiasm Psycho has. Oh, in, yeah. in this plan, because he's very much like, all right, Harley, this is the fucking idea. I'm, I'm into this idea that you're trying to just be complete badass bitch you. I love it. This is my suggestion. And he keeps throwing this idea of get an army, get an army. Let's go do this style. Go get the mother box, get an army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I like seeing this enthusiasm side. And, of course, you know, we're about to talk about some more of Dr. Psycho here, obviously. And I'll, I'll save the rest of the thoughts till that. But, uh. Yeah, dude, I'm digging how this is the first episode in a while. We've seen him enthusiastic, passionate even, towards a plan. Yeah, because in most episodes prior this season, he's just kind of been... Yeah, it goes along. Yeah, he's just kind of been there, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of begrudgingly. Yeah. But this episode, you're right, we do kind of see a resurgence with him, and I think that he had by far the best one-liners of this episode. Oh, yeah. Like... Just the dialogue and the delivery of the dialogue was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Tony Shut Hall is the doing... fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because everyone can say that. Mm-hmm. But Tony Hall did a great job with that shit, man. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. He's a funny dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next thing we see here is uh, he does convince Harley that, hey, so you can't get an army. I know this guy. His name is Darkseid. He's on Planet Apocalypse. <laughs> I know this guy, you know, <laughs> Mr. Darkseid. Uh, and he can give you an army of parademons. Uh, but in order to get there, we're going to need a mother box. And I know a guy who has a mother box. And then we're introduced to Scott Free, a.k.a. Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Let me ask you this. Let's unplug for a second. So you know uh, a fair bit more about Mr. Miracle than I'm going to say that I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest pretty hard in that idea. Mm. Um, why was Mr. Miracle, in your own quick input, why was he on stage in like a magic show 
looking thing. Like, he was doing magic tricks, almost parlor tricks to help please an audience. Uh, he was doing advanced ones, almost Houdini-level magic, don't get me wrong, but why, um, why was this the scene that they decided to come across? They obviously know the content, you know, pretty fucking well, but um, what, what, what's going on here, in your opinion? This show has always had an A-plus in during their homework, uh, and the reason being is because Mr. Miracle is uh, the world's greatest escape artist. He's arguably even better than Batman. As a matter of fact, Mr. Miracle actually uh, taught Batman, along with Houdini, how to escape. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he is the world's greatest escape artist. And, like, the reason he had the mother box as well is uh, he's a really interesting character. He actually grew up on Planet Apocalypse. Mm. Uh, there was the Planet New Genesis and Apocalypse. Those two planets were warring, and then they decided to make a treaty speedy or, or peace treaty. Hey, a, a tree speedy. Yes, You're they, learning they, they, to speak, Kevin. They, <laughs> Good for you. Welcome aboard the language, brother. Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> part of this is the peace, language of stroke. <laughs> part of this peace treaty uh, between New Genesis and uh, Planet Apocalypse was uh, we're going to exchange suns. So, uh, <laughs> like. That's a crazy fucking idea. It but is. we don't have daughters to marry. Give me your son. I'll give you yeah, mine. You we raise each son. other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so uh, Scott Free, uh, he was given to Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Oh, not Apocalypse, but he was given to Planet Apocalypse. Uh, Dark Side. Dark Side didn't give a fuck about this kid. And he was like, if he lives, he lives. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, and uh, so and oh yeah, Orion. Uh, he was given to. Uh, uh, to New Genesis, okay. also a really cool character, uh, but uh, and that's kind of where he learned to like be this escape artist because he was just being tortured really by Granny Goodness. We also seen this episode, and uh, eventually, like he learns his way around. He learns to escape because some other box. He marries uh, 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 Big Barda, yeah, and those two have a, a pretty interesting relationship. Mm. Uh, but no, uh, so he, he does eventually manage to escape Apocalypse, and he or, and he joins, you know, like uh, the Justice League for a little bit, and does a lot of cool shit. I was about to say, I remember him more so from the Justice League cartoon, mm. uh, just because I remember he has a very unique look, very mm. what looked like very fun to draw in the comics. You know, a oh, lot yeah. of red, a lot of yellow, a, a big old flourishing cape, and even a high collar of all things. Right. You know, um, so definitely he sticks out. Yeah. You know. But, uh, okay, thanks for the basic rundown there. That, oh, yeah. that, was, that was dope. Hell yeah. Um, now that we're prepared, let us continue on. That's why I'm here. Ooh-wee. Uh, Not that it matters for long. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if, I, if I can be wholeheartedly honest, I was... Please, I, please. I, I, I let out a bit of an audible sigh. You did! It was a gasp. It was not a sigh. It was a gasp. Like, <gasps> like what? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Because as Dr. Psycho is explaining this elaborate plan to the rest of the crew as to how to get this mother box, Harley goes up on stage, bashes his head in with a, a baseball bat, and yep. steals the mother box. Complete disregard for any plan. Like, mm -hmm. she was not listening to that fictitious bullshit. <laughs> she goes yes. up, wooden baseball bats, poor Mr. Miracle, and just... He's bleeding out, man. I don't think he made it. I don't think he made it either. And I mean, I mean, I guess technically it's ambiguous enough so that if they brought him back. I, yeah. I wouldn't make too much of a fuss. I mean, greatest escape artist. I can see a joke mm -hmm. there for oh, well, I escaped death this one time too, so we're okay. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I doubt it. I doubt. It. Yeah, me too. And I was like, God damn, like this. <laughs> it's like son of a oh, bitch. Man. 
fuck. And he was a Justice League hero, too. So it's like, no, fuck all the heroes, man. We still don't know what the Justice League is up to right now. Like, they're still in that fucking book of taxes. I, I mean, if they get out, they get out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, shout out to all the Mr. Miracle fans out there. I, I feel you guys. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the next thing we get here is we go back to uh, to the B-plot again really quick. And, the, and mm-hmm. the B-plot is all about Kite Man and Poison Ivy and Kite Man's parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, we realize that uh, when Kite Man goes to the restroom, his parents talk about how they are so happy that their son is engaged to someone who has superpowers. And then we realize that his parents have superpowers. Any idea uh, which entities these parents are supposed to be representing? I just thought um, they were made up. Okay, I thought. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the safest bet because they were so generalized. Mm-hmm. We never got a name, never got a costume, nothing nothing so fancy. Right. Um, one had the power of freezing shit, and the other had the power of just basic flight. So, basic that's exa- flight, this man says. Basic flight. I mean, this is DC <laughs> fucking universe, man. There's so many cool things. Yeah. Uh, so, at that yeah. point, yeah, flight's pretty basic. Like, <laughs> I, what you got, telekinesis and... Oh, wait, that's it? Oh, you know. Yeah, come on. Uh, but, um, yeah. yeah, so they're not exactly the most impressive, mm. you know. Uh, I'm sure they probably robbed a few banks to become rich in their day, but uh, and to gain such prestige that they flaunt so, you right. know, prestigiously. But uh, fuck them. Yeah. yeah. They're douchebags. They are, yeah. and they keep going on about how they want superpower grandbabies. Now they're so happy because they can get them. And they were disappointed in their son because he doesn't have superpowers. He just has a kite. Uh, it's you named him Charlie Fucking Brown. Yeah. What did you expect, <laughs> assholes? You read the Sunday paper and said, "Honey, that's a good name. Let's pick that name." Oh, I like it too, darling. Like, what the fuck is that? Oh yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. Um. I do want to say this, and this is just kind of a, maybe a little bit of a premature comment, but while sure. I'm thinking about it, yeah, uh, this show is doing something really interesting here uh, that I, I like, okay. and, and that is, as these episodes go on, we get more screen time with Kite Man, and they continue to paint him as more of an of a interesting and sympathetic character. Most shows in this position where they're getting ready to do like this kind of big breakup angle, which we can kind of feel, you yeah. know? In most shows, stirring. yeah. Most shows in this situation, they they lean on to the whole idea of maybe he's not as good as the guys we thought he was, and maybe he's you know. Yeah, they make it easy to break. Excuse me, they, easy to break up with them. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and this show isn't doing that, and I applaud them for that. Yeah, uh, because it, it is just kind of the, the that's what makes that whole type of angle cheap mm-hmm. is when you just make that easy out. Exactly. You can't make it easy. Like, make yeah. it... Yeah. I, so, uh, I do appreciate that they're, they're not changing uh, their version of Kite Man. He is still, like, the lovable, bumbling kind of buffoon, but lovable nonetheless. I hope he's still in the show. Um, and at this point, I'm just banking on some type of breakup. I, I'm mm. hoping that he's still in the show post-breakup. Right. Or whatever the fuck happens there, you know? Um because the thing that I worry about with that is that eventually we're going to really go hard into this Harley and Poison Ivy uh, relationship that there won't be room for him anymore mm-hmm. for the story writing. Because we know this show's not afraid to let go of a character or two. We've seen that, unfortunately. Yeah. That's possibly, arguably, one of the weaknesses to this program. But um, 
I don't want that to happen to our boy Kite Man. Same you know? here. He's got to stay. He's got to stick around. Yeah. Damn it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm afraid they'll kill him. Uh, they better fucking not. Although, mm, nope, I'll save that for later. Please continue. Mm, all yeah, right. Yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we get here is Harley Quinn. She, or Harley Quinn and the crew, they go mm. to a planet apocalypse. They confront Darkseid, and he's like, well, uh, I guess the, the little man didn't tell you, but if you want to have control of my army, then uh, you have to best granny goodness in combat. And yeah. uh, Granny Goodness, I mean, she's technically a, a new god. Like, she, she's super fucking powerful. Yep. And Harley stands no chance, and the nope. show knows that. Yep. <laughs> and poor Harley. They actually depicted it quite well, because yeah, Harley was high energy, very agile. Granny didn't give a fuck, because she's blocking, she's blocking. She lets <laughs> the bat slam her in the face. Mm-hmm. The bat breaks on her face. She doesn't even winch. No. Like, she, she doesn't blink. The bat shatters. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, very comical character, but they did a good job making her powerful, making her feel powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, and uh, what we do see is uh, once Harley is uh, kind of incapacitated, for lack of better terms, this is when Doctor Psycho steps up and really for the first time, arguably this season, kind of really uses his power to like his extent. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if I'm if we're being honest here. Uh, he he uses his powers uh, to uh, to his powers of, uh, telekinesis to lift the body of Harley, and then he also uh, kind of multitasks here and picks up a, a giant boulder, mm-hmm. and he does this <laughs> this funky kind of puppetry mimicry where he <laughs> he makes it look half assed like Harley lifts this boulder and slams it onto Granny Goodness. Yep, and uh, somehow killing her. Yes, yep. yeah, uh, that takes out Granny Goodness. And Darkseid, you know, like like you mentioned during our viewing, he knows like there's like, no way. Yeah. He, he reacted when it happened. Uh-huh. Like, like first off, I said this on the couch, but I'm going to say it on the mic officially here. Kudos to the show for not making Darkseid a whimsical, silly character. Mm-hmm. I can allow that with many of these others because it works so well with what right. they already are and makes the show that much better. He's one that is almost sacred. Yeah, to be a, a literally dark uh, a god. And, and, and godly <laughs> character. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's no nonsense with him. Right. Um, and I'm proud of the show for not tampering with that because right. he needed to stay like the the pin ultimate evil mm-hmm. of the show. You know. Um, and you're yeah. right. And you know, we've said this almost ad nauseum, but this show, in my opinion, and like I, I fear for the day that they inevitably change writers just because the writers on this show clearly have so much love and respect for the mm-hmm. comics. And whenever that's out the window, you're, you're left with this, this okay, fuck, fuck the comics, fuck what we're used to. Like, what can we do to make this scene funny? And then that becomes the mm-hmm. only thing that they rely on. Yeah, at uh, that point, no. Once they sacrifice their love of the content for more slapstick bullshit, now yeah. you're, you're losing audience. You're losing me. I mean, like, and also, you have to know your audience. If we're watching the show, chances are you're watching it on DC streaming, which yep. means you're a fan of DC comics. Yep. <laughs> oh, <know>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like knowing your audience at that point. And, and this show definitely does. Yeah. Um, but I just fear mm. uh, if that day may come when they do change out too many writers. I want to make a Warner Brothers joke here, but I feel like that was good enough. 
Ooh-wee. Uh, let's see, but the next thing we get Actually, here Actually, quick oh. side note, I just want to vent about this real quick. I made a joke like that, that, that passive-aggressive, blasé, like I'm making a quote-unquote joke mm. type thing right there. Um, I made that at work. No one got it. It's like people aren't, aren't expecting this dry sense of humor all of a sudden out of me. It's like, fuck, man, maybe I need to about, dial it back down to like, you know, 60% Kevin at work or something. Because on the mic, I'm, I'm back to 100% Kevin all the mm. fucking time here. But it's like, I made that, that, that dry, witty comments. And it's, eh. You, you got you to gotta dip that in a little bit of water before you present it, you know. Why? You Fuck that. No. <laughs> I'm not watering down my flavor. <laughs> the, the, but it was just kind of sad. Because like one of my coworkers looked at me like, kind of like a dumbass and went, okay, what's, what's the joke? What? No, buddy. That, what? And I was confused because I was like, no, jackass. That was kind of the joke. Like, it's, yeah. uh, it's whatever, man. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like. You know, for people who don't know you, though, it is like... Well, That's true. He, he said that he had a joke that he maybe wanted to tell. I want to hear it. But that's the he thing. You can't that's be like mad at people for not... No, I can't... I, you're right. I can't be mad at people for not knowing me or my sense of humor or or, or perfectly understanding everything I say. You're mm-hmm. right about that. But I can't be mad at people for being dumb. <laughs> I mean, and in that maybe, moment... Maybe it's the I, vernacular. Maybe it's like, man, I want to say... Ooh, I want to say some shit about Warner Brothers, or I want to. Maybe yeah. it's the word "joke" that's really that they're getting hung up on because people like jokes. Maybe, maybe he was expecting the knock knock, who's there bullshit. You know, <laughs> maybe he was expecting the easy one liner. I, I don't know, um, but I will say this: in the grouping of people I told it to, one of them did get it, so I know I was being clear enough at least. The other two did not, and one of them was the one who's like, "And what's the joke?" You're the joke. Get the fuck out of here. You know? Anyways, I'm done. There, I'm there, done. There, there could be homies out there listening being like, I thought there was a joke too. Well, th- probably not anymore because <laughs> yeah. we've talked about it for an extensive two minutes now. Yeah. But uh, uh, I just wanted to bring that up because it's like, I, I don't know what type of joke you call that. I, I imagine someone somewhere has decided to pin some type of formality to it like a, a name a textbook figure but I, I don't know what that is you know i mean so. it's more i guess technically it'd be more of a witty comment than a joke right i suppose so mm-hmm. i i just don't know what type of witty comment you would call that like a passive one or something because it's like yeah. i'm passively making fun of War- warner brothers by saying i don't i don't want to say a joke about them in this moment but the the irony of that is maybe it's ironic wit or, or i don't know I'm thinking about on. it too much. Yes, yes thank you. <laughs> so Harley, she is giving her uh, her army parademons. Dark side sees. Uh, if you guys don't remember, the last thing we talked about was her quote unquote defeating Granny Goodness. Yep, yep. She has the scepter of power. Yes. Um, so now she does Literally. have control of uh, of the parademons, and she's given uh, new godly powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to the B plot at the restaurant, and there are now. Uh, the, the party is outside of the uh, restaurant, so Kite Man, Poison Ivy, and Kite Man's parents. And it's at this point where Harley, she just, or not Harley, but uh, Poison Ivy, she just tells off Kite Man's parents. Yeah. Like, you guys are assholes. Uh, he's, uh, he's a great person. Like, the, the only mystery here is how, you know, was such a good person raised by you ass clowns. Yep. 
Uh, and she just goes also. She all comes time. clean yeah. on the whole reservation bit because mm-hmm. the the beginning of the show, Kite Man got in trouble with his parents because, oh, son, you forgot to do this simple task of making the reservation at this Mexican restaurant. Oh, you know, that rich bullshit. Right. And Harley's all of a sudden like, nah, bitch, I'm the one who forgot the reservation, nope. you judgmental yeah. pricks. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it was, uh, it's something that you would definitely want your fiance to say, like, in that situation. Yeah. I mean, obviously, clearly you don't want your parents to be assholes. Right. Uh, but, you know, if you were presented with a situation where you had, I don't know, family members or acquaintances of some sorts who were just being ass clowns, yeah, you know, you, you, you want your lady to, to stick up for you. Um, but seriously, guys, you should also do it yourself. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this was a great moment, and once again, they just keep doubling down on the relationship with Kite Man and Ivy versus backing out or, or putting doubt in their relationship. Yeah. Like, like, the doubt doesn't come between those two. The doubt comes from an external force, Yeah, obviously being Harley, uh, inserting her external force into Poison Ivy. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, what? Is at this moment where Ivy notices a boom tube opening uh, that is not Kite Man's erection, and uh, he. F- <laughs> <laughs> I love how that scene happened too, because she's like, is, yeah. "Is that a boom tube?" And Kite Man literally his next response: "Sorry, baby, you just get me so excited." <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. I'm talking right there to the north. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is when we get like the the big kind of uh, war battle scene here. We see Harley come down with her army of parademons and her mm-hmm. new powers, and we see Commissioner Gordon with the army of tanks. And neither side is willing to back down, and so we we get a bit of a uh, kerfuffle, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a battle here. There are deaths; people are dying, and it was probably gonna get yeah. worse had not uh, Poison Ivy shown up when she did, and. Uh, kind of talked Harley down like is this really what you want and clearly it's not and Harley in that moment realizes that no that's this isn't what I want I know what I want and it ain't this yeah yeah uh and 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 she backs down in doing so Dr. Psycho calls bullshit again and he he leaves he leaves the crew Mm -hmm. um and which I yeah I was happy for that yeah 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 I mean I mean, I guess to be honest, like we've seen several times with Kite Man throughout this show where he's kind of called bullshit on some things and then just mm-hmm. kind of been like, oh, well, he just kind of takes it on the chin. But like, this is like the, the final straw for him. It's like. We, you mean for uh, Dr. Psycho? Yeah, for yeah, Dr. Yeah, Psycho, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, like we, we know that, uh, that Dr. Psycho, he's gone to Apocalypse at least once before in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's spoken with Dark Side at least once before. And we know that this is something that he's really wanted. And uh, just to see, you know, him come so close to it and just be given away, like, he's tired. So, yeah, yeah. he's gone. So, I mean, honestly, I think that's a good old sign of character progression, actually. Some some real development, finally, for Dr. Psycho. Mm-hmm. That he just said, nah, fuck this. I'm, I'm going to go do something real, you know? All right. Um, yeah, because Harley definitely, I mean... She's very characteristic Harley. You know, even though we had an episode talking about this flaw in her, she's very self-focused, you mm-hmm. know. She has a crew, but what the fuck are they doing? They're not a crew anymore. They just kind of live together, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what crew-like thing have they done here recently besides be good friends? That's true. So, yeah. 
and uh, the very end of this episode, uh, we just see Harley essentially lying about her feelings. Uh, she sees Kite Man and Poison Ivy share a kiss, and uh, she says the thing that she really wanted to tell Poison Ivy uh, was, you know, she can't wait to do the bachelorette party, mm. and, you know, she's really looking forward to that, um, which we all know isn't true. No, no, but uh, she plays it off. She does. Through gritted teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where episode uh, 208 ends. Yeah. Inner Parademons. So, very, very clever name. Yep. So guess where 209 enters in? Yep. Uh, 30,000 feet in the sky. Uh, they are in <laughs> the invisible jet. Uh, it's like a commercial invisible jet. It's not Wonder Woman's invisible jet. No, no, no. They somehow very quickly built and commercialized an invisible <laughs> jet line for female passengers. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and on this, you know, we have Poison Ivy. We have Harley Quinn. We have Nora Freeze. Uh, we have Selena Kyle. And we have Jennifer. Yep. That's, that's her name, <laughs> Jennifer. Don't call her Jen. Don't call her Jen. Yeah. And these ladies are all going to the bachelorette party that Harley has planned. Ooh. Yes. Uh, what do you think of this one? Dude, it was kind of clever. It was pretty good. I was happy to see, like, the implications of what one would think a modern bachelorette party would contain uh, mixed in with a very, like, actual, very plausible DC plot line, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, all right, all the ladies are going to theme mascara, and they're going to go hang out there. Uh, the plot line for this episode, however, was that they're on theme mascara and something goes awry and that they kind of have like this moment to grow together because of overcoming it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But at the same time, they threw in the elements of a typical bachelorette party, which was, you know, eating together, partying together, do the spa thing. Oh, look, you get the little dick straw and your mm-hmm. sash and your, your, your bachelorette queen crown or shit like that so i think it was really cleverly done dude you know yeah uh i think kelly kuko has definitely been to a bachelorette party or two in, in planning for this yeah yeah uh, how do you how do you pronounce your last name i, I said kuko c-u-o-c-o so, yeah i mean yeah. I, I think that's it I'm, maybe i'm overthinking it. i'm just gonna go kuko yeah i'm pretty sure that's it uh, yeah 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 i like that Oh, yeah. Apologies if we're wrong. We'll, we'll call her up and ask her after We'll this. call her up later on. We'll have yeah. her be a guest. Yeah, we'll have her be a guest. So we really like your show. Not Big Bang Theory. We're talking about no, Harley no, Quinn. No, 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 no. We could give a fuck about the Big Bang. Uh, let's talk about Harley Quinn. <laughs> What's it like working with Alan Tiddick? Yeah, how's yeah. it like being on an actual nerd show, not one that pretends to be? Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. No, you're not. You're, you're starting the fire that needed to be burnt. Damn it. But... Another time. Another, another time, time. Another time. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But this one is uh, titled Bachelorette. Uh, I thought that this was a very, I thought it was a solid episode. It I, was, I, dude. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, the, the premise. I didn't like it as much as 208. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did like seeing uh, Selena Kyle and Mrs. Freeze come back in the game. That was dope. Yeah. 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 It was great seeing those two come back. Um it would have also been interesting. I, I, I can understand why they didn't do it, but it would have been interesting to see uh, them bring Bar- Barbara with them on the <laughs> on the bachelorette party. Yeah, that might be a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and the a plot of this is the bachelorette party, and it mm-hmm. is uh, Harley trying to 
provide Ivy with the time of her life uh, without caving into her own emotions for her. And, and seeing if she can get Ivy to say that she's never felt this way before, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, this, she swore, it's true. She's always there. All for right. Harley. Nothing? No? Nothing? Okay. Uh, yeah. It was another lyric joke. It was a... Um, what the fuck was the name of that song? The one from Dirty Dancing. Ah... Had the time of my life. That was nice. Like, how many times do you think I've fucking seen Dirty Dancing? Dude, I don't know. I don't know how many times I've seen Dirty Dancing. I'm pretty sure I've. The answer is less than one. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm pretty sure my parents watched it. I don't remember ever sticking around because I'm pretty sure as a kid, you think that movie's just kind of boring, you know? Um, I don't remember it. Yeah. But I remember that's the theme song to it because that's like, you know. You know know how I know that song? I know it uh, from. Family Guy, something, something dark side. That's what the old man sang to Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard dark side uh, DC, not dark side, like literally dark inside put to as one I, word. I yeah. even said Star Wars. You said Family Guy. Yeah, oh, okay. They, they're Star Wars. Please continue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anywho. Yeah. Uh, yep, there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. There's a homie out there who's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, this episode is all, you know, all about the bachelorette party and how it's handled. Yep. Um, yeah, and so uh, we see what the uh, what the ladies are up to, and um, nobody really wants to be there. It's, it's really awkward because yeah. it's like the they're all acquaintances of Poison Ivy. None of them would call themselves a friend of hers, right. and she's aware of it. They're aware of it. Harley's just putting as much energy into shit as possible mm-hmm. to make up for the the cap the, the gravity of energy that's not there. You yeah. know, which is really kind of fun. So yeah. let, let me answer this, Kevin. Uh, I'm going to slow us down again. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> we're not bad at yeah. that or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so so let's say that. Uh, that that's something that there is a shift in like the the the, the Earth tiltular motion. Well, let's say that Barry Allen Excuse fucks me. with the timeline again, and, and then Damn like, Barry. and by some some word as stroke of I don't know what, uh, I, I get engaged. Wow, and yeah, that's yeah. a lot of I don't know what. Yeah. Fuck, man, it's, it's a shitload. Of I don't know what. Shit, that's that's um, like which universe are we? But yeah. please continue. Uh, let's say that in in this other universe that you oh. know I, I I nominate you to be my best uh, my my best man. Okay. Um, okay. And in, in this universe, you're in control of my bachelor party now. Okay. Here's the thing. First uh, off, I'm fucking flattered. I would be honored <laughs> to be your fictional best man, brother. I want you to know that right now. All right. You know what? Well, then it's settled. Mm-hmm. You are my fictional best man. Fuck yeah! I'm good. I got you, bruh. <laughs> I got this shit in the bag. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, so what's up? What's up? What's the question? Yeah. One thing that makes this bachelorette party just as pathetic as the bachelor party <laughs> is the fact that oh, the bachelor party is, is definitely more pathetic. Uh, yeah. but, but one thing that the bachelor party has going for it, but that the bachelorette party doesn't is the, with the guys at the bachelor party, they at least all like each other. That's true. That's true. So they all like each other, but they're doing lamer activities. The bachelorette yeah. party, they don't care much for each other, but they have really cool activities. They're on Themyscira, so, and they, yeah. they have all these all this incredible shit to do. Exactly, which for some reason Themyscira is acting like a private resort right now right, than right. an actual privatized country, but uh, 
That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But none of those ladies like each other. Yeah. So I guess no. the, the question I was getting to is, uh, in in this scenario, mm. Poison Ivy, uh, you know, it's it's kind of unfortunately clear that she doesn't have a whole lot of actual friends, and so yeah. Yeah. Harley, she just kind of scoops up people that are somewhat associated. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and then has them all kind of pretend to be chummy yeah. and friends okay. and whatnot. Okay. Um, now that's not too far off from me. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of friends. Okay. Okay. In uh, that situation, is is it better to do what what Harley did, or or do you just, mm. or, or do you switch things up completely? I would switch things up completely. One because if I was your fictional best man. Uh, which let's just call it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm there. I'm, I'm just gonna call it best man for now mm-hmm. until corrected in the future. All right. Unless we just don't do that because I'm still fucking flattered. Okay. I'm honored, <laughs> brother. I, I would probably get the homie Caleb and the homie Oz in on this because we both mm. know that they've been riding dies with you for <laughs> for a long time. You know, um, even combat buddies mm. in in, oh, in, yeah. the, in the wrestling ring of which you've been a part of many a times. Uh, there's a homie out there who just cocked his head sideways. What? <laughs> um, you're right. But uh, probably a couple of those guys. The The next thought I had would be, like, maybe inviting your dad. But that that might be a little weird. Like, I, I would, like, extend an invitation to him. But, like, expect him to be like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And hope that he turns it down. You know, <laughs> that, that type of thing. Um, and I'd probably invite, like, probably one or two more guys that you knew from the wrestling game. But then I wouldn't want to go much further outside of that. Mm-hmm. And knowing you, I wouldn't have crazy shit planned. Like, you're not the guy who's like, on my bachelor party, I want to do skydiving, and I want to do this, that. Nah, I know you, man. We're not going to do that shit. I'm not. <laughs> no. No. I, in fact, I've invited you kayaking a time or two. I Even on my birthday, when I went skydiving years ago, I was like, yo, Q, you want in on this action? And you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm, uh, well, I don't want my that. my exact reasoning and wording was one of us has to live to tell your story. Mm-hmm. So you know. I well, I'm here to tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I would I would keep it like a, a um, I wouldn't say a mix of both of these bachelor parties that were or bachelor bachelorette <laughs> parties that we're talking about in this fictitious TV show, mm-hmm. but kind of like take Harley Quinn's idea, but actually shape it for Quentin and not you know. The Hangover movie or some shit mm, like that, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the correct the answer. The first one, not the others. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first one was good. Uh, mm. the, the correct answer, Kevin, is sure. uh, is that we play D&D with strippers. That's, that's the correct answer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so now you know... <laughs> Oh fuck! Okay, okay, good to know. You're easy to please. Okay, cool, yeah, yeah. good, good, good. You, you know the criteria now, also for the strippers. We we couldn't yeah. play in our hometown. We'd have to go to a better. We, we town. got we got to go to like to Columbia to or Atlanta. Ex- no, Atlanta or, or Columbia. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, not Columbia. We'll uh, we go, we sure? go further, further out. Further. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I heard that Savannah maybe has some. Anyways. Hey, the more you know. <laughs> we can't stay here. That's <laughs> this the answer. We can't stay here. Uh, so, homies, if we move in the future, you probably know why. <laughs> <laughs> better strip clubs, better wings, you know. 
And a breakfast buffet? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> get, get to have a breast and a thigh in each hand. And am I talking about strippers of food? You don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There you go. Either way, I'm happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the episode here. Uh, so let's talk about the bachelor part a little bit. We already have, but like we said, it, it is. In w- it's it's a pitiful, <laughs> it's pitiful a sight. Pitiful. Goddamn sight. First off, they got a cool boat, which, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and they didn't go far off the off the port, so that's interesting. Yeah. But then they're doing a fucking puzzle. You know what, what makes this even sad and more hilarious is they're doing this puzzle. But they won't finish it until King Shark gets back. So for mm-hmm. for hours, assumedly, they're just sitting there. Yep, not just sitting there with an incomplete puzzle thing. in front of them. Yeah. and it's by them we mean Kite Man, of course. Mm-hmm. We mean King, uh, oh, King, well, kind of King Shark, Clayface. Yeah, Clayface uh, and Frank and Frank. Yeah, and that's it. And King Shark is gone for most of this. So Kite Man's friends all constituted. <laughs> Uh, friends that he hijacked from Harley Quinn's crew. Yeah, yeah, all of them. All of like them. he has no Every other one of them. Yeah, he didn't have any other prior friends. There was no childhood what, friend that came had, into the he party. He has a roommate that we saw from season one. He didn't not even, even him. the roommate yeah. came out to be <laughs> shit. Which I would have expected the roommate <laughs> to be there, right, bro. Right. I mean, nah. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? What can you do? Uh, but no, that's that's mm. their bachelor uh, bachelor party, if you sad. want to call it that. It, it's sad. sad. Not even a single drink in. There's in, no, in there's sight. no, no, there's no, no drinks, drinks. No, there's no girls in this boat. It's just there's no D and D. There's no D and D. There's no fucking D and D. This is bullshit. I love. You have no idea how much I fucking love that you told me your perfect bachelor party is D and D involved. <laughs> like, I feel like Matt Mercer needs to be invited all of a sudden. Matt Mercer, get uh, Joe Maganello. Uh, oh, there you go. Okay, he'd be, okay. He'd be fucking great. I, yeah. I, I definitely bug him about Deathstroke, so we ain't gonna play Deathstroke again. Like, <laughs> I, I, I need to see you in a full on Deathstroke movie. Right. Fucking do it. Oh, do that, it. that might be better yeah. than Matt Mercer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I think playing a game with actually, ooh, never mind. Playing a D and D campaign with Matt Mercer might be a little intimidating. Yeah. Just because he's so fucking good at yeah. it. So it's like, yeah. uh, I'm not. I'm not DMing. Nope. I'm not putting my hands on that. Get get the homie Oz (laughs) in here or something. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, But no. uh, So with Kite Man's quote unquote bachelor party, uh, they are just doing a puzzle Mm -hmm. and a lobster comes up on the boat. Oh my gosh. And this is when shit kind of goes off the rails, if I can be honest. Yeah. This (laughs) this is where shit gets a little weird. Yeah. Um, Uh, The the B plot here is a little funky, uh, but we see this lobster I mean, a very animated looking lobster. It is. Like, you know, King Shark is at least drawn to be a shark, but a comic character shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, With a dad l- bod. He has a straight up dad bod. He does have a straight up dad bod, <laughs> which is which is interesting. Like, you were yoked um, in the Flash TV show, man. Like, you were just. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. CG'd as hell, but yes. Um, and then th- this lobster pops out of the water, which isn't even nowhere near attempted to be drawn as a real lobster. It's just this. Straight cartoon bullshit. So the immediate first thought that pops in your mind, appropriately so, is the the Disney lobster. Sebastian. Sebastian. Thank mm-hmm. you for saying his name because I kind of didn't remember. But um, yeah, yeah you, you remember him very well after this fucking episode. He even has yeah. like a pseudo-Jamaican accent. 
Oh my gosh. It's, it's, <laughs> guys, it, it, it teetered on the line of copyright infringement uh-huh. in, in that lawsuit minefield right. and barely legal constantly. Yeah, it like if, if, if I was the showrunner and they and the writers brought that idea to me, I would have probably said, I don't know about this. Uh, one, guys. Let's, let's, let's Google let's, how to let's, not get sued. <laughs> let's go over this board yeah, meeting yeah, again. I, I don't yeah. think Warner Brothers wants any more problems with Disney or, right. you know, but, uh, so this this lobster comes up and he basically tells King Shark that uh, your 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 people or your nation will die unless you come and marry your betrothed, uh, some chick named Tabitha. Tabitha, who's a hammerhead shark. She's a hammerhead shark. He's shark headed, and he, uh, King Shark. You uh, deserved that. <laughs> You know what? Fuck you. You're not my fictional best man. No. What? No, I take no, it back. You are not no, my best. No. 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 I'm, I, I am your fictional best man. No, you're man. not. I take don't, it back. Don't you dare hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you just hurt mine. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, buddy. There you go. All right. All right. I want to get a portion of it. Okay. You know, you'll get the rest later. It's okay. <laughs> we have to work up from the joke. Uh, and King Shark, he does agree to go down and to at least uh, talk with his family, mm-hmm. with his dad, and to meet Tabitha. Um, and, and we'll put a pin in that, and we'll come back to the B plot. Uh, but when we go back to the uh, to the A plot, um, we see that the, uh, the the ladies have gone. Uh, they decided to go to a strip club. Uh, everything else they're doing isn't really working. So let, let's talk about that for a second yeah. real quick. Because remember, guys, we're on the sacred island of Themyscira, mm-hmm. which they have uh, you know, only a few very strict rules that are more commandments than rules. You know, Because they're not like guidelines. You mm-hmm. fucking obey them. Uh, no men step foot on the island. And they're holding true to that. Yes. Uh, however, the island is kind of breaking some of their own, you know... Um, hard set rules that they had preset beforehand, which were you're on the island, this is a sacred home, this mm-hmm. is a safe space, we're here to help build each other up. And instead, now the island does feel very privatized, very corporate. It does, yeah. Um, and, and that's actually part of the plot. That is part yeah. of the plot, actually, which, you know, is, is interesting. Um, and then yeah. somehow, shortly off the coast of the fucking island, there is this fictitious strip club. Yes. Which is somehow okay uh-huh. to be off the coast with the mascara. Right. Yeah. They're like, well, it's not on the island, so it was good. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I guess we, we can go ahead and talk a little bit about, like, uh, what's really going on here is that uh, the Wonder Woman villain, uh, Eris, uh, mm. not Ares, but Eris, uh, she is she is taking control of Hippolyta, uh, who's the queen of the mascara. And uh, she is now running the mascara like a business. She can do that because one woman isn't there because the Justice League is still stuck in the book of taxes. So let's talk uh, about uh, Eris real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just a basic rundown, if you will. Yeah, she is the uh, the goddess of something. Um, bribery. Uh, Head controlling. Um, they goth like, makeup. Th- yeah, the only reason I recognize because like they got her look sh- like right on. Mm. Uh, and like I've, I've seen her fight one woman a time or two, but okay, uh, she she's a powerful goddess. Sure, there we go. Yeah. Um, no, so she's there, and she's uh, kind of mind controlled Hippolyta, and and she's running things now. Uh, 
And yeah, it, it is like a, a corporation of sorts, like a business. It's kind of weird how Themyscira is being right now. But the strip club is uh, the strip club is is where the ladies arguably have the most fun. Maybe not even arguably, but they just straight up do have the most fun. Uh, but no, we, we see uh, Nora Freeze. She definitely gets down like immediately. Uh, we we see Catwoman stealing money. Uh, we, I mean, we see. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, m- maybe another message of this episode is just like, don't get drunk around the people that you're awkwardly attracted to, because you wake up. Yeah. No, well, no, maybe, maybe the message is the opposite: drink alcohol around the people that you that you're awkwardly sexually attracted to, <laughs> because you'll wake up next to them. The message is mixed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's mixed as well as those drinks were, because. Uh, here you go. Maybe this is the message. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is a great social lubricant. That's all it is. There you go. That's that's the theme of tonight's episode. The, the, the social lubricant leads to other lubricants. There we go. You're welcome. All of you. I toss it up. <laughs> it up. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good enough yeah. for me. Good enough. Because that's exactly what it does. The girls go out and actually finally let loose for real mm-hmm. instead of play pretend like they have been up to this point. They actually kind of you know, awkwardly connecting this rambunctious party. Yeah. Um, you already talked about Mrs. Freeze, like immediately mm. getting it on. Like, wow, holy fuck, that was intense. Yeah. yeah. You got over your loving husband in an instant. Not saying that you like, can't move hardcore on. Hardcore makeout sesh right in the middle of yeah. it. Because technically, <laughs> you're not allowed to touch the strippers, but she didn't care about that. Right. She didn't right. care about that. Mm. So there you go. Um, and then. Jen or fucking Jennifer, excuse yeah, don't me. Don't call her Jen. Don't call her Jen. She specified that. That was her <laughs> one character trait. But um she was just happy for drinks and mimosas and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's definitely a, a alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jen's like the only reason she was brought on, by the way, guys, is just because she was apparently like what childhood a associates? Childhood, a childhood a childhood friend, then associate, then stranger. Yeah, one of those. You know, yeah. you guys all have a friend that, like, maybe was your your best friend, like, maybe in, like, early elementary, grade school. And yeah. then, mm. you know, you become, you know, high schoolers, and you guys are like, oh, hey, how you doing? And then by the time that, mm. you know, 10 years later, you just... You see him on Facebook, and you keep scrolling. Right, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's what Jen is to yeah. Poison Ivy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but she made it to the list. She made it on the list, and that's saying something. Um, but yes, yeah, so Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, they wake up and they realize that, oh shit, like they have slept with each other. There's no question. Like they have both yeah. each other's brains out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, immediately Poison Ivy has all kinds of regrets because I mean, you, you, you cheated on your fiance mm-hmm. on your honeymoon. Yeah. Or on Classic your, story on, yeah. on your bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and like that's that, the classic that, story. That is something I've, I've always like. Like, mm. I understand it's tradition to like you know go to like strip clubs on your bachelor party or bachelorette party or whatnot. Right, right yeah. But it's like, goddamn, like you 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 trying to see how close you can get to the edge before you fall off. Because it's like, yes, you, yeah. You, you're so close to all that ass and all that, you know. Just everything, and it's like you are, like you're getting married, yeah, soon, and this is I've never I guess never understood like that whole mentality of so there there was a a book I read many many years ago, but uh, of 
it's many pages. I do remember a couple of excerpts pretty well from it. It was uh, Dennis Leary's, um, what the fuck was the book title? It was like, Why We Suck. That's mm. right. Why We Suck, talking about like uh, America and like our typical mindset as America and whatnot. Um, and it's from a comedian, guys, mm. Dennis Leary. So expect the same kind of tone you would from Stephen Colbert's comedic political book and things like that. Almost autobiography, uh, almost a autobiography, almost a political statement, whatever have you. In its pages, he talked about his opinion of strip clubs. And every time I think of strip clubs, I think often of his little excerpts and his very, uh, you know, hard-staked opinion about them, which is basically, you know, um, you can go to a strip club or you can burn your money and bang your head on the side of the wall outside the strip club. And then you'll obtain the same thing by next morning, mm. which is you're more broke than you should have been, and you have a raging headache. Um, Pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think about that, and it's like, well, I mean, none of my friends have told me he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, my, my, my uncle, you know, yeah. he, he put it perfectly one day. And he What's was that? Like, uh, one of my uncles, he said, he said to me, he goes, like, he goes, there ain't never no need to to go to a strip club. You know, he, he's like he was so vehement, so passionate about it. He says <laughs> he goes that he goes, one family I, member. He goes, yeah. I can just I can I can watch a flick on TV and then throw money at the TV and it's the same thing. I was like, God damn, monk. But then you You're get right. to go pick up the money. But then you get to pick up the money. Like, that's that's the. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one upside. Like, yeah, like you stand up and, and then you're like, oh, look, there's money still on the carpet in front of the TV. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I, I, I guess that's just like a tradition to me. I thought was weird. I, I get it. Like, it's your last night as a free man or a free woman, but it's like, yeah, but you're right. You're you're really riding that barrier hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um. Anyways, so, so yeah. That, that's that's the relationship advice for the week, guys. That we're giving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a homie out there right now who is thinking about going to the strip club of this upcoming weekend. He's oh, just like, oh, well, fucking, a, I mean, you know what? Bitch. Hey, you know what? Spend your money how you want to. Like, especially if, like strip clubs are for single men. Like, hey, certain certain words you yeah. go into, you pay the boom boom price, you can get your dick sucked. Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I'm I'm never I, I'm never gonna stand in the way of you getting if you getting your dick sucked. Fellas, I'm so. sorry. Let's go back to that. Let's revisit that and make it canon because I want that to become a well-known term on the superhero homies henceforth. The boom boom price. Yeah. The boom boom fucking price. I love that. You know, ba I'm gonna off apply that to many things, not just strip clubs. I want you to know, you pay that boom boom price. Yeah, boom boom price. <laughs> and just so you guys know that 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 is based. That is, uh, I, I use that term loosely based off of uh, the boom boom room from uh, the movie Life. Okay. Uh, yes, okay. Yes. Okay. I, I didn't expect that, mm. and, and nor was I overly familiar with the movie Life. <laughs> uh, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of whatever the fuck you're talking about, but uh, I just Murphy, love the term. Uh, Murphy, Martin Lawrence. Okay. Uh, they were in jail. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I still love the boom boom yeah. price. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> wow. Well, guys, if you do go to one that this weekend, just... I guess take Hugh's advice. Get yeah. that, pay that boom boom money. Possibly get yourself a happy ending. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. And to the ladies out there, if you're going to a strip club, I don't know. I've never been to that type of strip club, so I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I mean like from from yeah. what I hear, like if you go to like if you're for the ladies that go to like male strip clubs, like yeah. you don't have really like to pay a boom boom price. Like they just fucking giving it up. 
They just fucking slinging dick. So, okay. Hey. Well, even better. I don't know. So sure. Yeah. I hey, you guys do you. Yeah. That's yeah, all that matters. This is based off of, uh, based off of experience from my time as a male stripper. Let me tell you. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Okay. That's right. That's right. Uh. Anyways, let's talk about let's talk about uh, a uh, a literal shitty musical. Ah, that sucked. That sucked. It it was weird. It was. So first off, I'm going to go ahead and dive headfirst into this. Um, They ripped off the Disney song. We're back to the B-plot, by the way, with King Shark. Yes, the King Shark, because they're all under the sea, and literally that's the song that they're screwing over, Mm. under the sea. Um, But it's basically shitting in the ocean. Whatever yeah. you want to call it, yeah, poop in the about, ocean yeah, or something. How you, you don't have to down here. You don't have to use a a toilet, or you don't have to use toilet paper. You can just shit whatever you want to. No one's judging you. Mm. It's a safe space. It's the ocean, and it's like that's your that's your leading compelling argument. That's the compelling yeah. argument because they didn't bring up another one. At the end, he finally did saying that. Well, if you don't, then like your people will die. That's not a compelling argument. That's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, he stopped being diplomatic and started just like. Blackmailing him. I mean, only kind of except the fact that he wasn't really making a threat. It's just staying as it is. Well, if, if this doesn't happen, then yeah, the nations are going to war and people are going to die. So extortion to a degree. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like it's not it's not in the lobsters control. Like that's the no, no, it's not. Like the lobster is just one presenting the information, but someone is doing the extortion. It's like if this doesn't happen, then this will happen. Right, right. Cause and effect. Unfortunate Uh, cause and effect. Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a weird little segment in the show. Uh, It was bad. It was dumb. I I mean, it wasn't bad. It was cleverly done. It, It it was it was a smart, funny joke, but it it got old for me. Yeah, me too. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still very childish. I'm not above shit jokes or dick jokes, but it's mm-hmm. like I have a certain threshold, and if if it's not, I don't know, if it's not presented in a way, and if it's overdone, then I, I'm very quickly right over at that it. point. If you, if you sit on it too long, at that point, it's gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if it's trying to be too crude, you know, like yeah. for me, I know that's one where it's like, okay, you're trying way too fucking hard. Get mm-hmm. get get out of here, you know. We're not seven. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but no, they they give us a whole little musical on that, and then they say, "Hey, by the way, well, if you don't get married, then yeah, people are gonna die." You should have led with that. Yeah, you really should have led with that. You could have saved us all like seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, King Shark, he does finally meet up with Tabitha, and oof, what a number that is. Uh, yeah, she mm. uh, Tabitha. I mean, she she doesn't really care to get married either. Mm. Um, chain smoking underwater. Underwater, yeah, yeah. yeah. She even mentions that, you know. <laughs> uh, King <laughs> Shark never answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, King Shark. He goes uh, and uh, meets with his father, and he tells him, "Look, I don't want to marry Tabitha. Tabitha doesn't want to marry me. We don't want to do this." Mm. And uh, his father's like, "If you walk, if you you know, don't marry Tabitha and walk out that door, you know, you can never come back." And King Shark says, well, I guess this is goodbye. And yeah. uh, then he, he leaves. Uh, let's uh, pan back over to the A plot really quick. Uh, so after, uh, let's share something else with, with that no, scene. No, no, you're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, after uh, Harley and Ivy have slept with one another, mm-hmm. uh, things are not even more awkward. Uh, but um, 
Harley, she she knocks on uh, Ivy's door and she tells her, hey, you know, uh, I know things are weird right now, but don't let this ruin the rest of the weekend. I got something really great planned. Um, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's enjoy this. And she's able to coax uh, Ivy back out and to enjoy the rest of the, of the weekend. And uh, what they have planned is essentially taking down Eris and stopping this big uh, uh, kind of ecological threat to yeah. uh, to like the environment and to uh, Themyscira and whatnot. There's this deal that Eris is making with Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and they're going to just stop that whole thing. Which was actually really clever on Harley's part it because yeah. it, as you know, Ivy put it a couple of times, like this was the perfect weekend for her. Uh, spa, relaxation, good vegan food, mm-hmm. and then murder and saving the environment. Yes. Which, you know, Ivy's all for. That oh, sounds yeah. like the perfect party for her, which I guess, oh, wait, this is. Right. Yeah. Harley went out of her way. We may have talked about this before, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, um, mm-hmm. but. Does it make more sense for Poison Ivy to be a vegan or to prefer to be on like the carnivore diet? Because if she doesn't value, you know. This water tastes good, bud. <laughs> man. What do we do to this water? That's right. We got a Brita filter. Fuck yeah, yeah man. Tastes real good, yeah. doesn't it? So man. I was talking to you about Poison Ivy. And about I'm drinking like- out of the glass too. Stays colder longer. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're ignoring my question, Kevin. Mm. Water. I hope you guys heard that, actually. I was trying to be a little dramatic with it. Okay, okay. I don't know, buddy. That's a legitimate question. And and not to re-stew the same mess that mm-hmm. we already tried to answer in the past, I really don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, trying to develop the thoughts just because today is a different day, maybe it's better for her to be vegan because technically plants give her power, so eating plants might be able to help empower her more. I, I don't know. That's the only food I'm going to feed this thought process. <laughs> you know, for, for, for the sake of time and brevity, yeah. we'll, we'll leave it at that. Right? Because uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's one that... On the shallow level, on, yeah. on the small, small 20-piece puzzle that we just purchased from the toddler's lane in Walmart, it makes <laughs> enough sense. Yes. Done. We're really going to need a comic book writer to get on that. So Tom King or James Tinian, one of you guys, just fucking. That would be great. Yes. That would. That would. Put yep. that in a comic. What does she eat? Or is it just photosynthesis? Or, yeah, exactly. Just be photosynthesis. Does she eat? Yeah. Um, well, yep. <laughs> Let's move on. We got we got to, or we're gonna sit on this longer, Quentin, and we're gonna add another thirty minutes to what is technically supposed to be a shorty episode. Oh, this it, is no longer a shorty. It's it's, it's uh, for us. For us. For yeah. us. It's, by, by the time we finish it, it'll be it's not. it'll be an averagey. <laughs> <laughs> an averagey, he says, ladies and gentlemen, this is the superhero homies. Oh, what shit. are the words we made up tonight? The averagey, uh, the boom boom price, the boom boom price. The boom, boom yep, price. Yep. Uh, uh, I feel like there was one yeah, other. I thought that there we was. Did. Yeah, I'll think of it. I'll think yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But no, moving on here. So, so that is Harley's plan. Yeah. Uh, for like the, the big conclusion to the weekend is to take down Eris to stop this deal going down with Lex Luthor and to restore Themyscira to its former pride. Boom. And uh, they do so. They successfully uh, do so. Yep. And uh, and and man, let me tell you, Jen or Jennifer, she really gets it. Je- Jennifer was getting hers. <laughs> she was pissed that mimosas weren't free and bottomless. Right. She's like, "Oh wait, what? What the fuck? Uh-uh, yeah. we gotta kill him now." Uh, she quickly went from insurance agent mm-hmm. to let me sit alongside these also 
powerful villainesses and uh, kick some ass. Yes. And she did. And that they did. She was the first to go murder one. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's, what's the name of the, of the, of the crew? The, uh, the Cobb Salad Ladies. Or the, the, the Cobb Ladies. Cobb Squad. Cobb Squad, yes, yeah. Yes, and, yeah. And Ivy got the tattoo <laughs> of the Cobb Squad because yeah. it was a made-up term that they... Another cliche bachelorette thing, I guess. Right. I don't know. Because of Cobb Salads, wasn't it? That yeah, the like that was the first vegan meal yeah. they all had together or something, which um, I wasn't... A, I'm pretty sure eggs are not vegan. Nope, so, they're, they're not. Yeah. Cobb Salad without the eggs. But the tattoo had an egg. God damn it, Kevin. Stop. The tattoo had an Stop it. I'm just We're saying. No, I'm just saying. I'm letting it sit right there. <laughs> and what the world to do. <laughs> All right. Now we can move on. Now we can move now on. Can move uh, on. Uh, but they do stop uh, Eris and, and her her people mm-hmm. uh, pretty violently. Yep. They, they help wake up uh, everyone who needs to be awoken again, and they take Lex Luthor out of the television wall. So. Yep. And they, they throw the monitor over the uh, the balcony, just for yep. good measure. Apparently. Because, you know, he wasn't actually anywhere near the island. <laughs> he was just, you know, on the TV. Right. But yeah, it felt good. It, it felt did, good. you know. Screw that guy. Uh, after this, uh, everybody celebrates, mm-hmm. and, you know, Hippolyta's like, oh, we're going to fucking party tonight. Yep. We're going and, uh, to throw. Oh no! I love the way she said yeah, it. Yeah. Are we gonna throw a fucking rager? We are going to throw a fucking rager. It's like <laughs> that delivery was some of the best shit it this was. episode. It was good. That was great. <laughs> that was great delivery. Because she her. was like yes. the royalty. And it's like, how dare you expect her to say that? Oh, she said it. Oh, she said it. That was cool. <laughs> Damn. Like I had to read the subtitles first, mm-hmm. and then I realized, oh, she's actually gonna say that. Yeah. Oh, she did. Yep. Uh, and it was great. They did. And uh, they threw a rager. They did. And God damn it, if it doesn't happen again, the girls get drunk, they're having a great time, and then they wake up next to each other again. Again. Just after yeah. some more snoo snoo. And uh, uh, after this, Harley does ask a really, you know, kind of good and important question. Uh, Poison Ivy says, no, we can't do this anymore. We can't do this again. And Harley asks, why can't we? Yeah. Uh, and that is a very important question that you need to ask yourself if you're in that situation. I now, mean, you obviously you've done it twice. Yeah. You know, where you got drunk and all of a sudden you wake up next to each other like this. Obviously, mm-hmm. the first time might have been a mistake. Mm-hmm. Sure, whatever. Drunk, fake passion. Twice, though? Yeah, twice. Twice? Uh, With the same person? Right. Mm. Uh, don't, uh, don't quite know if I can buy that. Wait a minute. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the sitcom plot before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I, I do really like the the argument that uh, that Poison Ivy presented, but I thought that like isn't the most obvious answer you're engaged to the love of your life? Like, wouldn't that be answer numero uno? Yeah, you're already engaged. You are betrothed to another. Yeah, but um, that, help, that, help that was recollect. not in her. Yeah. No, help her, us recollect her answer. Yeah. Her her answer was, well, I really value our friendship, Harles, and I don't want to, I don't want to sacrifice our friendship on the altar to do something that may not work out, it may not last. Like she, 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 it, she was, it was based around their their relationship as friends, right? And it was also based off of the preconceptions of Harley Quinn, which is that her energy is so much like a uh, what, uh, what, what the fuck is that? Uh, Meyer Briggs test. It's ENFP, I want to say, where she's like, 
very energetic about this current idea and this mm. current passion, mm. and all of a sudden, uh, oh, it burns, and she's bored with it, and she has to move on to the new project, the yeah. new idea, you know? Uh, kind of, like, teasing and poking the idea that Harley is that type, especially mm. when it comes to love interests or anything like that nature, and that she just will yeah. get tired of Harley or Ivy eventually. Yeah. She she comes to that conclusion at the very end of the episode. Right. Uh, that when they're next to each other, I thought it was just really weird when they woke up next to each other how she didn't even mention Kite Man for her reasoning. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, th- this show is way too smart uh, to just forget that. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure that there's a reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, going back to the uh, to the B plot, uh, King Shark comes back aboard, and uh, the fellas they haven't touched the puzzle because they said that they wouldn't until King Shark got back, and he he wasn't helping with the puzzle in the first place. So he was chilling inside because <laughs> right. he knew what part of the water they were above. Yeah. You know, uh, he comes back in and he he tells them. He goes, uh, yeah, I went down and I met with Tabitha, and I told my dad I'm not gonna marry Tabitha. Yeah, and then I married Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at saying no to Daddy, right. and it's like, what, what, what the fuck? And he like holds up the big ass ring, yeah. and it's like, huh? It sounds like a like an open marriage, though. Where like yeah. you know, yeah, they can they can both kind of. I, I love that that was pre communicated. Where it's like, right. oh, we can have uh, secret relationships, uh, but with one other person outside of the marriage, only one. Yeah, man. It's like if you two don't care about each other, then what difference would it make? I mean, just for the political ties, yeah. you know, j- mm-hmm. just for the appearances. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we play yeah. husband and wife on camera or right. under the ocean in the throne room, but then in the bedroom, we never see the fuck out of each yeah, other. Yeah. 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 Uh yeah. And um, yeah, that that was really interesting. What do you think, if anything, that did to Kite Man seeing that? Well, Kite Man definitely had a couple questions where, first off, uh, think about the context here, guys. King Shark comes back up on land and says, oh, and I got married um, immediately. Like, he went down the ocean. A couple hours later, he pops back up, and now he's married. He's a totally different shark almost, Mm -hmm. just from appearances alone. And then we get Kite Man who sees this, this immediate change. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait, you didn't have to gravel? How many times did you propose? Like, right. wait, wh- what? You're telling me it happened that quickly for you? And then there was a, a short couple of statements about love that uh, King Shark gave, which really felt like it hit home for Kite Man, yeah. which might have been the beginning of Kite Man's doubt in his own yeah, relationship. It, I, I, I'm thinking it, that's what it's going to be for. I, I, I kind of felt that, but I also felt that, like, almost the opposite because Kite Man immediately says, yeah, that's what I have with Horrors. Uh, I mean, with Ivy, at least. He goes, that's what I have with, with my poison Ivy, that same thing. Mm. Um, so it's almost like it didn't even hit him, you know, like in, in that same kind of way. I'm thinking that's it, though. That It just didn't hit him, mm. but we're going to see it eventually hit him, you know, mm. I think. I think. Because you're right. He is kind of like that fun, naive... Um, confident dude yeah who's got max stats and confidence but it's just completely low on wisdom and ignorance uh i mean uh, intelligence yeah yeah, yeah so uh, yeah maybe we do see the invisible plane land uh we immediately mm-hmm. see Nora. Ah, uh we see 
the invisible plane land. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Um, I think that's funny. <laughs> Uh, we immediately see Nora Freeze uh, bang one of the strippers that she brought back with her. Yeah, they jumped to the back of a yeah. car and did not wait. Didn't even close the door. Yeah, didn't even close the door. That car is rocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we see uh, Jennifer go up to her husband and say, "Don't call me Jennifer. Call me Jen." Uh, mm-hmm. Her baby had cold, dead eyes. Uh, <laughs> 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 Just point that out. Jen had a very interesting life. Yeah, yeah, yeah she did. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've seen anything with uh, Catwoman. No, uh, she just dips, yeah, but just, that's yeah, classic that's, Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and this is when we do see uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn uh, talk about you know where they stand, and this is when we see Harley say the whole deal about how you know you're always moving on to the next thing, and I know eventually I'll be that next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then you know she says that you know she she wants to marry Kite Man and. You know, her and Kite Man, you know, share a kiss and, and fly off. And I even mentioned how, you know, Kite Man, he's really good at just from a standstill, yeah. grounded position, just taking off. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. He he had it down. Yeah. He was good. And his kite has to have, you know, the, the weight capacity for two people, you know, not just yeah. him. Yes. Technically, we've seen him hold up to three people. That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like two. Oh, yeah. this is nothing. Yeah. I love that. And, uh. That's when we do kind of see uh, Harley Quinn once again looking sad and, and a little defeated. Very similar mm-hmm. to the ending of uh, episode 208. They even yep. played the same kind of sad yep. song on the same way outro, out. Same uh, outro, depressing music. Yep. Yeah. The little it's, piano bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it's called, depressing piano bit. <laughs> yeah. So go look up the soundtrack now. <laughs> depressing piano yeah. bit. Oh, good. Uh, but that is where it ends, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, anything else in this episode, man? What are you closing thoughts on these two? Like, what are you? So, my my brain is already trying to rack up of ways that Harley and Ivy uh, end up together. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's also because I just partly want to see it, mm-hmm. you know, which um, is unfortunate because I'm also a big Kite Man fan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think subconsciously that means I like Kite Man more than I like Kite Man and Ivy, mm-hmm. and I like. Ivy and Harley way more than I like Ivy and Kite Man. Mm. You know, I'm mm. pretty sure that's what that means subconsciously. Just kind of explaining that out for the homies here. Um, I like where the show's going. I'm yep. really anxious to see Doctor Psycho again and yes. what badassery he's gonna be pulling on everybody. Now that he's trying to do his own thing, that's really cool. Um, yeah, man, we we saw the uh, the picture. You know, the thumbnail that they had depicted for uh, episode two ten. Uh, and it looked like everyone, well, everyone, it looked like we see another parademon. And it yes. looked like we see Harley in a fancier dress. So at some formal occasion, right. technically we have two weddings. Yeah, that's true. Technically we have two. I yeah. don't know if Ki- uh, King Shark already married. I think he did, yeah. Past he, he, tense married. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think so. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we also do see uh, Dr. Psycho riding that parademon. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, like when I think about it, it's like I, I don't know. Maybe this is, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it is selfish of me. I don't know what else it says about me, but sure. I, if I, if if they never gave me Poison Ivy and Kite Man, then I would be incredibly anxious and looking forward to Poison Ivy, and and uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um. 
And I, I, th- I think that is because they, I do really like Poison Ivy and, mm-hmm. and Kite Man. And also, I really like the dynamic they already have with Harley and Poison Ivy. Yeah. And for yeah. those two to be in a relationship, like it's, it's going to change their dynamic in some way. Like it's not oh, going to yeah. be the same thing. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to like what that outcome is versus what they already have. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I do know that because they've been holding to the comics so well, I think it's inevitable. Mm. I'm pretty sure we both do at this point. Oh, yeah. That we're going to see that relationship eventually unfold and become. Mm-hmm. Um, also, mainly just because that's pre-existed in the comics. You know, that's something that's definitely been uh, a big, pretty popular fact for mm-hmm. both of these characters. So, pretty sure before the season's end, that's going to be one of the big climactic changes where the next season is going to be all about Harley and Ivy figuring out that dynamic maybe and trying to, you know, be the happiest they can be together. Officially, I guess. Mm-hmm. Facebook officially, you right. know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man. I know they better not fucking get rid of Kite Man. Okay. That's also what I fear. They better fucking not, dude. I do I mean, not want to see if, him go. If if you know, if if the theories hold true and if the next episode is a wedding episode, mm-hmm. Kite Man's wedding and Parademons are there, I can see them giving Kite Man a hilarious hero's death where he fails tremendously <laughs> but saving his would-be bride, you know, and, and then just, I, I hate it for him. I hate it and for I him, And I don't buddy. want to see Kite Man I don't Man want to see die. that go. Because yeah. that would be such a heart-wrenching one, especially because we've had all this awesome build-up mm-hmm. and none of the pretty bullshit, normalized, cliched uh, boyfriend breakdown that we get from, like, TV and your bullshit yeah. Hallmark movies and things Where like that. all of a sudden, oh, he's actually a scumbag, and yeah. I didn't realize it. Until, and you learn that yeah. he's got an illegal dogfighting pit, so he's just easier <laughs> right. to dislike him, you know. He's, he's mean to old people, or he doesn't yeah. tip. It's all of these coincidentally, yeah. oh, that's really awesome timing factoids that exactly. make it easier to dislike said character. Yes. Make him more antagonistic rather than... The goody-good guy that we all loved beforehand. Right. Well, no, this is Kite Man, so yeah. he's just fucking dope. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's where we are, guys. Uh, and, and that has been our review for the past two episodes of Harley Quinn, 208 and 209. Yeah. Uh, the show is moving along quite nicely, and this yeah. season uh, is, has been a very tremendous season so far. I can't wait to see what happens next week. Yeah, you and me both, man. You and me both. Um, I'm curious to see what... Uh, 210 through 13 are going to give us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because that's three episodes to play with. Um, We do know that the ending of season one was very weird. Uh, That's where they got into some of their weirder material. So I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen here. That's also when they got into their death bag, you know, just started killing motherfuckers. Yep. Like right at the end of the season. It's like, whoa. So I think one of my predicaments, just real quick, to Mm -hmm. to have a fun idea here, talk about potential ideas that are going to happen. Joker's going to come back. Mm. Uh, Harley and Ivy get together. The wedding breakup. Um I think you're right that we're going to see the death of something or someone. I don't know who. Maybe even Dr. Psycho. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't want to see him die either. I don't want to see any of our cool mainstays right? die. Because yeah. they're all dope, dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I think we see the Justice League come back. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how. I'm not going to fathom that idea. But I think somehow, some way, they break out of the tax book. Um Man. Maybe yeah. maybe Harley finally go get some. You know, oh fuck, I need. Uh, maybe we need the Justice League. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Batman I can, I can finally comes it, back. I can see that, especially if Darkseid decides to come to Earth. Because in, oh, in that case, yeah. then, then you, you kind of do need. You fucking need the. <laughs> you need all the Justice League, not just one of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. You. You you fork out the money for the whole crew. You just spend tokens for one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we how, all see how, Batman come back. You know, how great, though, how great of a death would it be to see Kite Man stare down Darkseid? <laughs> wow. Like, in defense of his woman. How? Yes. Or, I'm going to take your idea and evolve it. Get ready for this shit. How great would it be for Kite Man to stare down with Darkseid? And Darkseid, obviously not give a flying fuck about whatever <laughs> this green entity is in his silly satire before him. And just Omega beams his ass, quote-unquote obliterating him. But then basically just Batman killing him mm. in which Omega Beams just teleported him to some other time dimension. And so Kite Man has his own B and C plot adventures in season three, where he's just trying to get back, and he's just a fucking kite man in weird, random ass epics of time. That'd be pretty great. That'd be That'd fucking be great. gold. I would eat that, dude. Oh man, because it's like, like Bruce Wayne had to had to be really creative and, and think hard. And he, <laughs> it's like <laughs> kite man can't do any he of can't that. Can't do that. He would just. <laughs> He would just have to fall upwards <laughs> yes. and make his own kites. And who knows, maybe become a better kite man because of it. I think that would be phenomenal gold. And now that we've talked about it, I so badly want to see that. Only if they do that, though. Like, they, what they have to do is, like, they have to, quote-unquote, kill him by yep. dark side next yep. episode. And then... At the end of episode 13... Yep. We see the cutscene of yes. him just kind of like poke his head up above some dirt <laughs> and like, right. I don't know, so man, like some, some old age. tribe, yeah. yeah, yeah, or something like that. It's just like, whoa, whoa. and like, they speak in their tongue, subtitles come on screen, what, what is this? What is this? We, we think it's a, uh, we don't know what we think it is. I don't know mm-hmm. what this is. And it's like this kite band coming up. Right. <clears throat> oh, I'm alive. Oh. Well, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. that'd be on the money. That would. That'd, I, be, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. But okay, guys. So that's 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 all right. That's our hope. That would be amazing. If that that happened, really brother. would that, be. That, I'm not on wood that the show gives us that. Come on, Kelly. Come on. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, if you have any kind of questions, comments, skips, fresh food supplies, or ideas for mm-hmm. the ending of this season, then hit us up at superherohomies at gmail.com or any of our social media outlets. We're always active and live. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we always have our Patreon page up and running for those of you who just continue need to get that good geekdom and nerdum scratch. Uh, That's always going to be at uh, patreon.com backslash superhero homies. So much more content up there. We got so much more cool shit coming at you for the rest of this month. Get ready for it. It's happening. Absolutely. One to three dollars a month, guys, gets you just a, a shitload of our cool content, which is all nerd content that is non-superhero related. We originally did an episode all about video games that we've been playing and been mm-hmm. looking forward to. We're going to be doing Rick and Morty here pretty damn soon. Absolutely, guys. The other five. The other five. The back half of the season. Uh, so there's a lot of really cool other nerdy content on there that we're sure you guys would like. All for one to three dollars. Mm-hmm. And also you get ad-free listening as well. So always value plus. Yep. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's going to be all for now. Uh, so until next time, my name is Superhero Homie Q. And I am Superhero Homie Kevin.